Lord God, that's your promise. Wherever two or more are gathered in your name, here you'll be in our midst. We welcome you. We turn our hearts toward you. We pray that your spirit would awaken us to your very real presence among us this morning. Each of us, Lord God, meet us at the very point of our need, we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. You may be seated. been reading an interesting book uh, called The Resilient Life by Gordon MacDonald. Anybody read that book? And it's really, it's really fantastic. It's really uh, about all the lessons he learned about life when he was in prep school. He was a, a track runner. And, and all the lessons, biblical and deep as they are in this book, basically come from his prep school track coach. Uh, Gordy, he called him. His, his coach was named Goldberg. Coach Goldberg, um, he taught him to finish with a kick. That it matters more how you finish the race than how you start the race. And he went so far as to say that most of us uh, don't think about life that way. Uh, We think about our energetic years being pre-40 rather than post-40. But he says that most people who really do significant things in their lives do it after 40 which is really good this morning for, for Todd Crafts because this is his 40th birthday. Let's give him. So many life lessons. That was all a setup. Sorry. We were... So many life lessons, really. He, he learned about intentionality from this coach. How even at the uh, end of a race, this was, this was, this was the strange kind of uh, um, uh, sickness that many of us are aware of in our coaches at a certain time that just push you beyond your limits. This particular track coach coached all of his cross-country runners to continue running for another quarter mile after they finished the race just to show all the other schools how much more stamina they had. The truth of the matter was the coach wasn't trying to prove anything to the other schools. He was trying to prove something to his own runners, that they had reserves beyond what they knew, that they had in a secret place at practice when no one was looking, put in the extra time, the extra miles. They had the resources if they would just call upon them. The second half of life might might be the richest. But for all the things that the coach did, Once you got on the track, it was pretty much up to you. The coach couldn't follow you around and and whisper instruction as you went around. The coach was bound to one place and to one time. But the coach would position on the track the rest of the team so that there would never be, it was the coach's goal, that the runner would never be out of earshot of another team member who was on the sidelines cheering him on. Scriptures say that we are surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses. But it's interesting to me that when the Lord, our coach, told us to come again and again to this well of grace, he made it a table for the whole family. He he could have said, "No, no, make this just a private, quiet time. Take your communion alone in your prayer closet. But that's never been the way it was done. It's almost as if our spiritual coach knew that everywhere along the way, 
when, when, when we doubted our own resources, when we thought we could not go further, that we would need friends in the fight with us. That we'd need an encouraging word. And so Sunday after Sunday, lap after lap in this life, we come to Him. But I hope as you come this morning, you recognize you do not come alone. There are those before you and those behind you. And your very presence here this morning cheers one another on. Do you hear that? Christ wanted us to be that for each other. And on the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took the bread and he gave thanks to his Father and he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body which is given for you, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So Lord God, we remember how you were strong You were kicking even through the cross with a relentless love for us. We pray, Father, that we could mirror that example, that your strength would so live within us that we could draw on resources that sometimes we don't even have faith to believe is there. We draw on you, Lord God. And we pray that in this place, with every lap, we'd know the encouragement of those who run this race with us. Thank you, God, for coaching us through this life, for showing us the way to the finish, for giving us strength along the way, and applauding us at the finish line when you welcome us home. May we draw on that strength this morning, even as we pray, as you taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.